Welcome to What Are We Even Talking About? The podcast where we skip the small talk and explore faith, random thoughts and spirituality in the context of this thing called life. We're Melinda and Lindy and thank you for joining the conversation. Hello. Hey. Hi. So what were we talking about? <laughs> um, so we have been doing a kind of journey series these past kind of 10 it's been 10 weeks really yeah (laughs) 10 plus weeks and we've both been individually reading um a book about energy healing medicine self-mastery so i've been reading the language your body speaks by ellen meredith and you have been reading um in alchemy that caught me on the spot there by zilma (laughs) Yeah, and I guess we've just been going through what we've been learning um, the past four weeks. We kind of did a bit of a feedback on like the practical aspects and the meditations or exercises that we've been doing. So this week, we're kind of jumping back into the reading portion of the books and just, I guess, coming back every week and just for the next couple of weeks, we'll be feeding back on um, what we've read because obviously we haven't finished the book. So we're going to continue yeah. with that. So yeah, I guess we'll start with you and what you've read this week and what are your thoughts on it and stuff like that. Yeah. It's very convenient that that we're starting with me. <laughs> yeah, I think we've just been that's just what we've been doing. So Yeah, I know. Yeah, we're just keeping with it. So yeah. Yeah. So basically my book, I thought basically that I was like near the end of it more than I am. Like it's a bit of a weird one. So Wait, what do you mean by that? Cuz it's like kind of like it's a it's it's like a big book but then it's not got chapters like you know like many chapters it's got like five parts I think from what I can look at it like you know it's got like uh, of parts okay yeah so I thought because I was in the next part like we're coming to the end but like mm. you know, it's like kind of like unraveling until I was like okay there's still a lot to go then or quite a bit to go so yeah. I went back because I had a break I wasn't reading on as we were you know as we were doing the practical things I yeah. stopped to do the to do the meditation so I went back a bit to the part where um, she's introducing the idea of um, different dimensions. So mm-hmm. I did talk about this at some point. So I went back to catch up on that and just to clarify it because it's always better when you read it again. Yeah. yeah. So I just, um, she talks about the different dimensions and she talks about, um, she talks about, I think there are 12 different dimensions. So like I said, this book is quite, it seems quite theoretical, but I take it with a pinch of salt in the sense that it's a worldview, like it's a lens mm. by which to like, view the spiritual realm yeah um it, it doesn't make it right or wrong but it could be helpful i mean it could be right it could be the truth it could be i would say the truth but um A-truth. i would say i would say truth i think there is the truth which is god which is like which is jesus and for me personally um but doesn't mean that she's not that's not leading you there either mm. um i find it very helpful the whole dimensions thing and it's yeah okay that's going forward but I read it again because the first time it was a bit like oh okay I get it but um yeah I'm just going to share a bit of what I've read okay um as in looking at the book and showing little bits but um so there's one how she defines dimensions that she says here um like that part when they go open quote I'm not going to do it but yeah she says here that um dimensions are mere frequencies in which we vibrate life so it's like 
um i think sometimes you know it can be really like hard to think about especially for someone who doesn't really think about you know it's like you're like what is a dimension that like you're thinking about like these supernatural like movies and stuff mm. where you get transported but here she just makes it she just basically simplifies it it's like she just says that basically they're they're basically frequencies you know if we are um like different states of mind so let's is it I just want to see if I'm understanding right. So is it like you and you and me could be in different dimensions depending on what frequency we're at? Yes, it's like we're because it's almost like it's like we are multi. We're in all like the dimensions are all around us at all times. Right. Do you know what I mean? At the same mm-hmm. time, it's like it's like we're all we're in all dimensions. We're like like as we are we are body, we are we are spirit, we are soul. Mm. right like there's different aspects to the human being it's not just the body and right. so, so it's like the dimensions are layered on top of each other yes it's like all together because even our aspect of like direction right and time is yeah. just it's of a specific experience it's of a if you want to call it a dimension of time mm. which here is called like the three is the third dimension um okay. right um or the 3d and that's very um, it's like the matter it's a dimension of matter you know mm-hmm. so what was I going to say so yeah dimensions here she's written it are our frequencies in which we vibrate life so it's like like you said like the human as I've come to understand from reading this book more is that think of us we're electromagnetic so it's yeah. like we're a battery almost it's that like we're this kind of like um like on earth as humans functioning it's like we've got the heavens above and the earth and even we've got the cosmos but it's like all these energies, it's like we are conduits, potentially, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. of energies, basically. Um, and we're vibrating our own energy that we bring and we're like interacting with all the energy. Do you understand? It's like we're just, we're channels. So yeah. it's like we can vibrate at different states and then depending on, you know, so so how we vibrate means that we're, um, allows us to, to access these different frequencies, but, sorry, different dimensions, because these dimensions are frequencies. Yeah. It's that like we're radio stations and we can tune to different stations, basically. Um, okay. yeah. yeah, that's literally how it is. It's like where we have the, like, like radio stations, we have the potential to, to tune, tune in. Mm, that's mm. it. So yes, as we're sitting here, whatever you might be, it looks like we're all having the same experience, but we're, we're, but we're not. And you can look at that from like, Anyone can understand that, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like they say, um, it's like your outlook, it's your perspective. Like, that's very kind of like on that kind of mental plane of talking about it. Mm. But um, it's like a deeper aspect. It's like, no, these people are actually having different experiences because potentially, you know, um, you're tuned into a different different frequency altogether. <laughs> yeah. Um, And then it just says that, um basically this part of the book is talking about interdimensional travel <laughs> which sounds wow. all da di da and all like what do they say there's something that they say like when something's very like it's not la di da that's very british it's something like when something's too like what do they say woo 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 yeah woo. <laughs> sounds very woo woo like interdimensional journey woo woo yeah but it's not <laughs> but it's literally like being able to get into different states of being is basically what it is but it says here something interesting she says is that the purpose of this interdimensional journey has always been to bring back information um okay to bring back but information. where are we bringing it back to wait hold on let me land let me land. 
um, has always been to bring back the information, the energy, the insight, the possibility, whatever it is, and apply it to make this world better. Mm. Yeah, so it's uh, it's literally that. Like I said at the beginning, reading this book, I get the sense that it's it's literally a, you know, you're on this path to ultimately serve, to ultimately make this world better. Mm-hmm. So that's the whole purpose of it, you know. Um, and it says here, it's like the purpose is is of it's of linking earth and heaven because we do link earth and heaven like as electromagnetic magnetic beings um we're like the link between earth and heaven okay um and basically that's that goes back to the like foundational meditation Mm -hmm. of this school of thought which is the master practice which i talked about i think last session which the meditation is basically it's that it's it's moving between frequencies and it's connecting yourself to source above you and also um below you as well i'm trying to think of like what's below us it's not it's not just the earth but it is almost but um it's like it's looking at yourself as connected do you know what i mean you're a vessel yeah yeah um yeah so that's basically some of the like foundational things and we just like go a little bit forward and like share something else um if you want to ask me something you can ask me as well in the meantime (laughs) okay um so it talks about like your personal focus of consciousness it's on so which is interesting as well um so it's like it's where you're focusing on so you can focus on different different dimensions or different frequencies let's put it that way i feel like frequencies is more um practical sounding yeah so you can focus on on different frequencies because you are a consciousness right so you can be conscious that's the whole it's the whole um journey of becoming conscious you know it's almost like there's stages to it that you're conscious of yourself in different stages so i feel like there's there's a consciousness of yourself um before you can even do this into you know before you can start accessing different frequencies um the whole thing that you have to learn is how to manage yourself Mm. how to modulate your as we start on this journey if you know whoever's been on the journey from the beginning it's important i can see now why you you should be able to it's becoming conscious first of your emotions we talked about the emotions your mental your mental states that your thoughts yeah um your body and also what you speak so it's like you're you're, it's like you're very conscious it's quite enough first you're conscious of yourself and you're managing yourself and then afterwards it's like um a radiation of light you start becoming conscious of of the different frequencies outside of yourself Mm, mm. yeah so there's that um so let me go forward so there's the kind of also there's there's the there's the importance as well that's emphasized on your ability to be like rooted and grounded in the here and now so that you can handle um so that you can handle creation as she calls it with a capital c so creation so there's a very it's very important to remain grounded to come back to yourself to be grounded it's at the beginning and the end of the master practice the foundational practice is to be grounded in your body and then um you're aware of source and everything outside of yourself then you come back to yourself um but she says here it says in the book that um even when you do this travel or you you know you're 
<laughs> it sounds like astral projection, but it's not astral projection. Even when yeah. you, um, maybe there's aspects of it in here, but the astral world she talks about it as kind of like a shadow uh, realm, um, mm. and that's more kind of playing around. That there's a very <laughs> what did you say? I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> it's like there's no in this in this school. It's very much a school of you are filling yourself with light because you are light. And you're becoming conscious. Yeah. You're allowing the light in you to grow, 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 so that you become a vessel of light, a trans, uh, a transit of light, mm. a conduit of light. So there's no really need for you to dabble in the shadow. Like you're really meant to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's like, um, it's not about, you know, it's not about like control or or like just mere exploration for exploration's sake. It's it's always like um. You know, you're doing the work on yourself so you can just be a better vessel for mm, light to okay. serve. Mm. Yes. Um, yeah, so she just talks about being grounded, like it's very important to be grounded. Um, and then she goes on to talk about this, this different um, dimensions that you can get into. Um, let me th- talk about some that I liked or let me think. Um, so, again, when you're saying dimensions, this is like frequencies, right? yes ways of being because like yeah okay yeah because different dimensions of frequencies give you different insights mm. really um maybe i can talk about that does this link in any way to like when you talked about the rays and stuff Is... it doesn't link to the rays i don't okay. think like they're not specifically the dimensions are not linked to the rays but maybe certain rays can make you more attuned to certain dimensions who knows because mm those are states of being right and mm, it's like mm. quality so the rays have qualities and so the dimensions have qualities and the rays are like the foundation of creation mm. so okay. i guess there's certain influences of certain rays um but she talks about it almost like you you're 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 riding an elevator um oh, okay to these different dimensions and then you can pick which one you stop at i guess maybe with more practice are ones like harder to get to than others does she say yes i guess so yeah yeah because obviously like you know they're higher so it just says she says ultimately all dimensions are yours and all you need to do sounds so simple and all you need to do is press the button and step off to you know right but how do we press the button (laughs) i that's a good question i guess it's partly practice and like i said it's just i haven't got into it deeper but it is practice and it's doing the master practice is the star because mm. you are moving in dim- in you are moving in dimension. So I personally, I mean, I did it today, mm-hmm. and I felt more. I before did I do breathing? I was trying to think. Did I do breathing exercise before? No, I did it today, and I I after a gap of not doing any any meditation because I went away. Yeah, and I felt more, um, like I felt more elevated. I felt like I did actually experience. I felt more elevated, strangely enough. But I had, but during the meditation, I didn't tr- like. I focused more my body on my body and the light coming down, and I felt more elevated. Mm. Um, I don't know if that makes sense or is confusing. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, that makes sense. So, but it says that you know, she says quite importantly as well that remember that you are here in your body, living in the third dimension, and this is where you remain ultimately enjoying your multi multi-dimensional selves so it's like you know you, you like there's an importance it's not like we're trying to just like ascend and like sit in the seventh dimension or whatever like <laughs> the reality is that you are in the third dimension and you get to access these things which give you insights which you can then bring into the world that makes mm. sense that's what i've you know got from it um 
now there's different like there's different types of dimensions like you said there's different things that you you get there's different like um influences or aspects of them so there's some there's a few that i can talk about i'll just talk about a few that she says here mm-hmm. um because she has a like a whole table which i find quite uh overwhelming actually which talks about the the different aspects of different things that are in qualities of the different frequencies i found those quite um quite overwhelming um i like it better when i'm just reading what she says and she touches on them Mm. um so for example um she talks about the fifth dimension um and there's 12 in total yeah yeah there's 12 in total um i was gonna go back to the table but let's not (laughs) the fifth dimension she says here is used almost daily so she says that this is the way that you um integrate ideas so that they can like function Mm. so um hold on a minute i might have lost myself here but it's like it's like it's like technology technology mm-hmm. is one of the is one of those um is something that comes from the if from the fifth dimension do you know what i mean it's like a type of information or type of um i feel like i've lost my track of thought here so i am rambling but it's like it's like it's like how um it's like the different aspects of things that are brought into the world she talks about like say for example art and like poetry, literature, all these kind that that would be of a different different dimension. Okay. Um, what she has written here, um, but I don't know which one it actually is. She talks about the ninth dimension, and she says that that I've talked about this before. I think before, and it says she says here that people who are like mathematical, that like sciences, um, it comes in that frequency. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, um, there's that creativity as well in there. Um, And she says, Mm. so that on the one hand, you've got people, she says, you know, when Einstein discovered um, his formula E equals MC squared. It was from the ninth dimension. Like he probably pulled it out from there. Do you know what I mean? It's like something like that, you know, like simple, like formulas, scientific mathematical formulas. They are like insights, aren't they? Yeah. of information knowledge that's been it's not from it's been taken because we say that i mean it's funny because it's like what can i say like knowledge like true knowledge isn't it, it doesn't really it doesn't come from us it doesn't come from this realm you know mm. it comes from different realms so um so these so it comes from, it comes to someone you know and they're able to bring it down I was yeah they may be able to bring it down into this this dimension mm-hmm. so and then that's helped people you know as he served the world doing that you know he's able he's been able to do you know what I mean get that yeah. that gift and help the world and in the same way you've got science in that dimension um it says here in the book that it's the same place that Beethoven would have like heard the music heard in quotation marks and then written it down you know it's from there that these things come from um you know but I found it really interesting because I always talk something about science when I you know science people that get work out these scientific formulas because it was a time when I was researching science for one of my books and then the way they come up with these things it's it's creative because we always separate science and creativity Mm. but it's like it comes to them you know it comes as a as a moment of inspiration but it's like a yeah. journey, just a journey to that moment of inspiration. 
But the moment of inspiration itself seems very much like how someone would be like, oh my gosh, I was inspired and I heard the notes or a poet mm. might have some poetry or, a, or an artist would paint a picture. It's like that same kind of like magic that I find with um, scientists who have like cracked the formula. Like it's from another place. It's not this, it's not this world. And it's so, um, I was reading about formulas actually at a time and they were talking about like what makes a, you know, a mathematical formula, a scientific formula, like what makes it um like good like what makes people like take it up so there was something about it um it ha- it's one of these um i don't know if it's like a you know how they're saying all the f- they say like five things that make it qualify to be a formula but it's like a couple of them was that like it should be simple like it's supposed to be beautiful the things that meant to be beautiful because the thing that makes it beautiful is the fact that like you know e equals mc squared Mm-hmm. in that little thing is packed like the universe like it's it's giving so much information but it's just been put in just you know that small in those little in those um okay in those letters yeah so it's like that it's that beautifulness and it's that that's what i'm saying that when someone pulls that information it's like it's been around do you know what i mean but it's like mm-hmm. this information is able to come to this um to, to an individual who's able then to um to yeah give it to other people and then um it says that hold on a minute let me just say here wait let me just read this it talks about that same dimension you know and she says that this dimension the ninth dimension is also the place so now we're talking about like before we before the journey that we make to become a human so you know before we come into our human bodies okay um she says that that place is the place that ninth dimension is actually the place where the soul before it's about to like before it's about to embody all right now it's becoming very woo-woo yeah so <laughs> before it's about to become a body that's where it it obtains it's like mold of its life like its life plan really um, why there though i mean that's just how it is so that's what i'm saying like it's it's a lens from which to view the the, the world it's like a way mm-hmm. of seeing you can take it and be like oh that's quite interesting um yeah you know it's very interesting it's just like wow so it's kind of like okay the concept to me had never been in my mind that okay I could have received my life plan before I actually came on this earth me personally Mm -hmm. so it's like you know it and this is the process of remembering um and then there's another dimension I'll talk about and that's it really the 11th dimension is a place of probability um this is quite high um and then this is a place yeah go on Sorry, so the levels, is that based off the numbers? Like, as in it starts from, like... Yes, so one, the first dimension is, like... um, Let me go back and see the table, then, because the table gives you all of them, but I just didn't want to... um, Let me just go and see what the first one... It it seemed to be, like, things like... um, It's, like, base life, if I'm not not mistaken. So things like minerals and... Mm, Okay, okay. Because obviously really... we're in the third dimension, so I'm just wondering, like, what was below and stuff. Like that. <laughs> you don't <laughs> go there. Hold on. Um, I hope that she's got something here. Okay, so she talks. I'm just reading the table out now, so I feel like my time's up. But the first dimension, um, the first and second dimension, um, it talks about this is like the sub the subatomic world. So bilateral. Mm. Oh, let me what am I talking about? Biological subconsciousness. Mm, um okay. so it's ruled by 
so sorry just a little bit of a woo again so the first it's like the elemental building blocks of the physical world so that makes sense isn't it it makes me think of atoms Mm -hmm. makes me think of like it says biological subconsciousness but then also it says here ruled by nature spirits or divas um which is quite interesting so it's almost like there's a there's a really realistic view there's this is fantasy element which i do like about this book i kind of feel like i'm reading like something supernatural but then at the same time it's like oh this is real potentially this is real um so yes so that that's the first and second dimensions that's all so get quality so that's the that's the frequency um that's there and then the then after that is the third dimension um which is relativity um atomic structure and that's when we come to like material the material world Mm, okay um but then in in that in that same dimension she's put there on the table it's the world of astral phenomenal phenomenal um such as like thought forms you know our thoughts and even the realm of wandering earthbound souls who have not passed on so do you see that th- you know when we talk about astral it's yeah. it's just what i'm saying it seems actually like a low it's a low frequency according to this this lens which mm-hmm. makes sense to me it's a shadow one it's not i always thought of it like an ascension like an, a higher but mm. it's actually the world of um like ghosts and, and things like that as well yeah and thoughts yeah so yeah and then after that it goes it goes um higher on so i just gave um like a bit of i I think i said i talked about the ninth did i talk about the ninth dimension yeah yeah, and you knew you were gonna go on to the 11th but i just had a quick question but yeah yeah um so the 11th really i think it's it's probably more than this but it's just it, it says here um it's like the it talks about intelligence it's like the realm of intelligence but then it also talks about like you know people that can that you know it's a place of like accessing new possibilities um people that are like futurists you know people that like to kind of think about the future a lot um like mm-hmm. it's like forward thinking very much like okay and i feel like there are people like this really people who you know people who kind of like they they um they literally like live in the future do you know what i mean like they're very tuned on into like what's going to happen in the future and in terms of like mm-hmm. in terms of advancements yeah, not yeah, like yeah. our future, tell our fortune, tell not like like advancements of our general like intelligence and consciousness on where it's going. So mm. I think those kinds of frequency, that kind of frequency, is of like the eleventh um, dimension. Yes, yeah, so that's just like a little sneak peek really into the dimensions. I find it like really really interesting because of like yeah, just things like that. Like I, you know, it's like um, it makes me think about just the human experience has been very very multi-layered like you know yeah and she but it's funny it's like how do you get off the elevator how do you know which you know frequencies what like i don't know (laughs) hasn't made that clear or i haven't i haven't clearly understood what she says it and but i think it really it's in the meditations as she goes on because she this book is very much it's like very it's theory heavy heavily and then there'll probably be like a meditation to practice moving up the yeah which of the basics the basic one is a master practice um yeah so just finishing off as I've, I've gone on and on is um i've read that and my thoughts like i said is like my whole view has changed reading this book my mindset has changed in terms of like i didn't really used to think about what happened before 
I came to this this into this embodiment. See, my language has even changed. <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, as I inhabited this body, um, it's like the idea that there's it's not just this place. Um, I'm not, I'm not just this body. Like, I mean, I I thought that already, but I think I used to think body and spirit. Mm. And I just think mind, but in those is just so much, so many layers, mm. and you know, it's just the. I think I'm more focused on. It's made me focus, not focus on, but made me real aware, yes, of things like my life plan and how that's important, really, to me. Um, oh, okay, like and the idea that, do. yeah, well, what is it that I was actually, you know, that oh, I like purpose made yeah what was that thing that I made the commitment to come and fulfill you know because I we picked it even now so this book this book very much you know it makes you realize that you know you're picking you picked it before you know what is it that you're doing it's like you are the creator basically um I think she says that the the this whole journey or whatever the school of thought can be can be simplified in the statement I am that I am Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it's like that i am that i am is embodying who that higher self is um okay. and i feel like yeah i just can't, i can't look at life the same you know what i mean it's like you're just aware <laughs> that there's this higher self and you can connect but it's a choice and it's a journey um and she does talk about it being hard like after you've kind of there's a kind of ascension and a descending it's like you know the journey is like accessing these higher consciousnesses and frequencies but she mm-hmm. says it's actually quite painful and almost as 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 painful as awakening the job of returning and implementing the things you've taken from higher frequencies and imprinting it onto the world so, so plato's cave yeah yeah i was in plato's cave but it was like a painful journey it was like oh it doesn't stop with the like seeing the sun it's like coming back and doing the work mm. and all that kind of thing so it is Plato's it's okay really yeah um, I feel like we always do come back to that analogy of Plato's game because, yeah yeah that's just what it is isn't it mm-hmm. yeah so yeah my yeah. thing going forward is basically to continue reading and bring you something next week um enough talk on my on my side what have you learned what <laughs> Um, yeah, no, that was really interesting. The dimensions thing. I think I, I find those things like woo woo, but it, it, I think it's easier for me to understand because of the frequencies and how I. I think when you just look at your own experience and how you've lived based on what frequency you've been at, at different stages of your life, you kind of understand. Yeah. Like h- how how it works, I guess, and how you can tap into these different sides of. I guess yourself, the universe, whatever whatever language you want to use, but I think when you can, I suppose, analyze your own life and your experiences, it, it makes sense. It does make mm-hmm. sense. You can connect to it on that level. You can relate to it on that level. But sometimes, like I've said, when you've talked about things from the, that book, it's very, um, what's the word I use? Like technical sometimes for me, but mm-hmm. when I kind of just dumb it down, it's like, okay, yeah, no, I get it. Um, I liked the anal- uh, analogy of like the elevator and stuff. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, and the radio, like tuning to different frequencies. Yeah. That was a good one. Um, so yes, so I what have I been reading? So this week uh, I moved on to chapter six, where um she's talking about like the uh, language of 
intention and instinct and things like that. And I think I touched on it last week uh, where I talked about um, where she's talking about how scent and taste can influence our energies and like influence our mood and our chemical messaging and stuff like that. Mm. And she she um, shared an exercise which I shared last week, which was about the adjusting the flames. So it's the um, I think she gets it from Chinese medicine, and it's called the triple warmer. But she okay. added a fourth a fourth flame. So the original Chinese medicine one uses the uh, second, third, and fourth chakra, which is so the second chakra is where your belly button is roughly around there your third chakra is just above that like where your stomach is and then your fourth chakra is your heart chakra and mm-hmm. then she adds um she adds the f- she adds what one does she add i think it's where your third eye is which is basically your forehead i guess mm-hmm. between your between your eyebrows um and so the exercise which i did i'll go through it like super quickly which is basically where you kind of tune into each area using um three fingers which is your thumb your index and your mid middle finger and this is just to check how the energy is in those areas and to check like you know whether they're like off or like one is like the energy is too low I think you have to use your intuition obviously like I've said throughout this whole journey it's especially if you're new to energy medicine you might not know what that means Mm -hmm. but I guess you as you go along you start to understand what that means when it's like your energy's off or it's low in those areas or you're feeling just some discomfort like if you're like I think I mentioned before that your chakras are are linked to things like your digestion your anxiety levels so you can tell when things are not feeling right Mm -hmm. and I think you can use this exercise to kind of adjust those flames and part of it is using some some visualization so you're imagining these areas as like think of like burners on a stove Mm -hmm. and like you adjusting it is like you turning the burner up or down okay um based on how after you've like tested it with your three fingers and tuned into that area whether it's low or high and then kind of you know and it's, it's it's something that you do regularly so you could do it daily or whenever you feel not quite balanced in with your energies and things like that so I, f- I found that that was a good exercise I actually tried that a couple of times oh yeah you did say yeah so I, but again it's one of those things that you just have to keep practicing but mm-hmm. I think it is very it's very good I, I mentioned that I did like the fact that you can you're tuning into a specific area which helps oh. rather yeah. than like trying to I don't know tune into your whole your, all your energy yeah. at one go it's better to yeah. like kind of do one area at a time I found that that was helpful about this exercise mm-hmm. um but one thing that she was talking about when she was mentioning like scent and taste she was just talking about how it can influence our energies and so she kind of said that again everything's kind of experimental but it's kind of being aware of what affects you so in your daily like going about like what scents in your environment or what tastes kind of make your energies either go up or down and like kind of using this exercise to to shift that to balance your energy out if you if something is affecting you too much or something like that okay and I think it's it's just a process of kind of um what do I want to say recalibration yeah 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 Mm. I think that's a good word that's basically what it is because I think 
before you're even aware that these things affect you, your body just is going along mm. with stuff. You might be be affected by something, but you don't even know. But once you once you're aware of it, it's like you can then start to recalibrate whenever this comes, whenever a scent or a taste comes into your like energy field and affects you in a certain way, and then your body gets in tune to that. And so yeah. you'd have to do it less and less, isn't it? Because you're kind of training your body in a way. Mm. Yeah. And I think I think that's the kind of sense with all these kind of exercises that we've gone through. It's kind of you're just recalibrating your body. Really listening. Yeah, and becoming aware of like the environmental stimuluses or whatever. And just yeah, it's it's learning the language that your body's speaking to you, basically. It's like a different way of self love that I really realise like I'm just like, Oh well, I haven't got time mm. to do that and I realise well that's not loving myself. You know, I really don't love I don't love myself enough to listen to myself. <laughs> it's like if you have a baby crying and you're just oh whatever. <laughs> you know? That's true, actually. That's a good way of looking at it. It is a way of self-loving yourself. Self-loving yourself. Self-loving yourself. Self-love. Which is not not like a toxic self-love. It's not like a a misunderstood... Because I feel like self-love has a bad rep um, in Mm. certain circles. That's true. As always had, it's now had, you know, it's it's becoming to have a, you know, quite a negative kind of like selfish kind of like, you know, you know, and can be quite toxic or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's like indulging, but this is self love, really. Like you're listening to yourself, you're caring, mm. you're giving yourself back to yourself. Yeah, like you're reclaiming that power. I know I said this before, mm. but you you really are. And I feel like I like the secondary aspect of your book, where it's like then you serve. You know, mm. you serve to other people. It, it it's it's I see it as like a cycle that you Mm. give to yourself and you give out like it Mm. I think that's just how life is anyway um Mm. but then she moves on the next bit of the chapter which I like and this I think I talked about last week unconsciously I was talking about how intention um plays a part in this kind of energy medicine I think that comes from your awareness of how something works I think I talked about how knowledge has more power when you're aware of what's doing okay no what did i say no that's wrong like knowledge of yeah knowledge gives you power basically so she's talking about intention here and she says that intention helps build behaviors of subtle energy so she's saying that intention enhances communication so she's saying for example if i say like some random words or like gibberish it might sound nice and whatever but it doesn't have any meaning whereas if i like imbue them with meaning it's like there's an intention to communicate therefore they do communicate if that makes sense okay okay yeah and so she's talking about how just intention itself is important when you're coming when you're kind of trying to learn about the language of energy um and then she talks about understanding the difference between intention and control so Mm. she talks about kind of the um the definition of intention how does she differentiate between say again how does she differentiate differentiate between those two things um so she was talking more about like you know how in like self-help literature um there's always like methods of how to control your destiny and manifest your desires and all this kind of thing but she says and how they kind of make intention and control synonymous but but 
I guess she says that control is like um, it doesn't really make space for like your wiser self to guide you, like for you to be mm. guided by a higher being. If that makes sense, yeah, hundred percent. That's what I think. That's spot yeah, on. yeah. So she's saying there is a difference, and so with the like with energy you need intention it's not about trying to control it it's more like I guess it's you have to in, you have to be more in tune with a higher self with like your higher self to be able to really like know what's the best way or not even the best way I don't even know how to say it but how your energy I think that's why most of the exercises are very much like you have to know you have to experiment you have to be guided by your higher self and all these kind of things because there is no one way to do it there's no trying to control it because again like she said with the self-help the literature like it kind of gives you methods that we could all do the same but we're all different isn't it Mm. so I think that's where like the intention and like the guidance from your higher self comes into or the divine or God, whatever language you want to use. I think I, I personally think it's all the same. Um, yeah, so, I, I just, yeah, just a little bit of my little, just and I'll just shush. I really think <laughs> that from personal experience, I think that with intention, there's a mm. there's a, like a room for surrender, mm. and I think mm. that that faith almost comes. There's in, faith is part of the ingredient, yeah. and it can come before the intention. You know, you have faith. And then the intention is more focusing on it, mm. focusing on that faith. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And I think she talks about the she talks about the definition of intention. So she said the word stems from the Latin word meaning stretching and purpose. So she's saying that when we bring intention, we're stretching to live fully with purpose. That's mm. what it is, which I liked. I liked that little definition. I was like, oh, that's nice. Um, it just and I think I've been learning also like as part of this journey that intention is important I have that's why I mentioned it before I even read this part because it just when you do the exercises you do you do realize you have to be very aware very present which is very intentional in the first place so there is already that aspect there um so she just talks about kind of she's always talking about like playing with it and playing with this idea of intention so she was like for example make a gesture with your arm in the air and see how that feels and I'll make the same gesture but with an intention and she was like just kind Mm. of feel the difference that makes um and so she goes into like three specific types of intention that we can use to like um deepen our communication and influence our energies so mm-hmm. the first one she says is invitation. So this is like inviting what we want, like calling it in and like opening the door to something. So you say this again, what are these to do? All these do? So there's th- three specific types of intention that we can use to deepen our communication and influence our energies. So the first okay. one is invitation. This is inviting in what we want and kind of opening the door to energy. This sounds like a note note taking point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it was really good. And then the second one is invocation. So this is like calling on powers or like um guides to kind of support. This sounds like some voodoo hoodoo. <laughs> invocation. No, I think this is more like when you're kind of trying to be guided by a higher higher self. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Or mm-hmm. trying to be guided by God, God or something. Mm. 
So this is when you're calling upon subtle energies to bring the you the word calling upon. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's why it, it makes it sound like you know you know, but it's just language, and you try and see past. Yeah, I know, language. I know. I mean, I just I'm just saying that for me, the word invocation and invoke has um has this witchy witchy connotation. <laughs> like, I'm gonna say it's not a judgment, but like of course it is. It's just you know, <laughs> but it's like no, I, I find I, it I the funny. Same way. I felt the same way when I was reading it. Yeah. So what are these these three things going to do again? It's just three specific types of intention to, like, communicate and influence our energies. Three types of intention to to connect with our energies, could could I say? Yeah, connect or communicate and influence, whatever you want to use, but... Yeah, mm. so, sorry, like I was saying, invocation, the second one, is, like, asking for the resources that you need from your energies, asking for help from higher powers, to bring awareness and focus, etc. And then the third one is inspiration. So this is the aim to motivate, animate, you know, and create energies to move in response to um, to inspiration. What did I just say? Energies move in response to inspiration, that often don't shift if we don't recognize what purpose they serve and what motivation they carry, she says. I mean, so the invitation and invocation sounds kind of similar, but are they, so invitation is just to the, you're just inviting those certain energies anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like say I want energy of, I mean, this is to the body. How could you give a specific? Well, she gives some examples. Let me just go on to the last point, which is like the example she gives um, of how to experiment with these different types of intentions. So she says like, for the first one, invitation, it's like, an example she gives is like, let's say, fill your hand with love and then place it over your stomach and trying to and try and send that send that loving energy into your stomach and see what that feels like. So that's inviting your stomach to welcome the 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 love in. Do you get okay. what I mean? So it's like yeah. it's like these three types of intention is like you're playing with energy in a specific kind of way. Okay. So that first one is invitation. So it's like you can practice like Mm -hmm. sending love or some type of energy into a certain area of your body and see what that feels like. Um, And then she, she, one thing she did say about the invitation one is that like, um, she talks about receiving. So she says, sometimes, um, energy flow flows more easily when like you're you're better able to receive it or invite it in yeah that's what I was thinking of because even just thinking oh just take love it's actually quite you know yeah it could be a hard task I was just doing as you were talking about it and I was like okay yeah so I think that's that's what the intention of like inviting energy in is to kind of like to receive it to let it flow Mm, without like that resistance mm. you know so I think yeah that's the intention of it um and then the second one which is invocation so one practice she says is to like for example place your hand somewhere in your body where you feel some type of pain or restriction um and then ask for like loving in- intervention or guidance on what resources might be helpful um, and then also recognizing ways that it might serve you. So, like lovingly accepting the pain and ask and and asking a higher, higher self or something like, how is this serving you? Why is it there? It's like trying to understand, I guess, and to listen to what mm-hmm. that is communicating. 
Um, uh, and so I guess that's more of like the it's like understanding what the messages your body is telling you and then your body will communicate to you what is needed so it might be I don't know tracing a shape over that area making some gestures or whatever dialogue it's like dialoguing back with that so I feel like that's the invocation and you're also I suppose you're you're asking your higher self to guide you as well yes I think so yeah there's well the invocation is like a looking up Mm, mm, yeah where's the invitation you can still just be you can still be horizontal about it yeah yeah it's just you Mm. kind of being able to receive energy and let it flow i guess um and then the last one is inspiration so this is an example she gives is to kind of try to tune into an organ that is not functioning well or is feeling kind of challenged and you can try using the energy test which i um which I previously mentioned, as well as the pendulum test um, to validate whether there's energy there that is kind of stuck, whatever. And she says, use your imagination to imagine like, um, what did she say? Use your imagination to imagine that you could, that this, the part of your body that doesn't feel well is like a, a, a sick child and then make a wish Um to try and figure out what what kind of what will give meaning oh wait what will give it meaning to keep healing this bit is a bit weird imagine being the angel who fulfills a long-held desire then choose blah blah blah. okay i don't really understand this one we'll just read it out loud as it is and then okay she says imagine that the body part is a sick child and you work for a -A make-a-wish foundation Offer your imaginary sick child the chance to make a wish. What will give it meaning to keep healing? Imagine okay. being the angel who fulfills that long-held desire. Then choose a souvenir or talisman from the imaginary outing or experience that you can use to reawaken a sense of motivation as you move forward. You can repeat the energy test to see if the energy of the pain has shifted or just tune into what feels different now. Okay, that sounds kind of fun. Okay. I mean, did you get it when you read it out loud again? No. <laughs> it seems as if you're saying that... Um, it, I just lost you a bit when it says take the something from the outing. So I'm thinking, do you actually have to... Because you know the Make-A-Wish Foundation, like you have kids who are really, really sick and they might say, well, I really want to go to like Disneyland. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you take them to Disneyland, but I'm not sure whether like, do you actually... So she says you do the same with any part of your body. You imagine that it's actually a sick child and then you can ask it you know you, you but you pretend that you're you know you're the like the wish fulfiller okay i get that part but then bringing it back to like the intention so this is a type of intention right and inspiration is all about i guess trying to move energy like how how are we doing that because i didn't ever look at the make a wish thing that way because i always looked at it like is to do with like oh we feel bad for you you're that you know there's no hope left kind of thing so it's something good yeah but when it says like what will give it what will give it meaning to keep healing Mm. i was like oh like what if i've never okay an incentive for them to be like oh okay i can get better now like it inspires them to even get, get better 
So it's like what can inspire you to to heal because ultimately, like you know, we always say like your body heals itself, isn't it? But then mm. it doesn't have any energy, you know, to, to, to even be inspired to even heal itself. So it's kind of like you just step outside of it and be like, oh, you know, what can mm. I what can I do? And then that should inspire it to I heal. See. And I've never looked at that Make a Wish Foundation as like that. <laughs> oh, okay, that's so good that you caught that because when I was reading it out and I said that question what will give it meaning meaning to keep healing like you made a sound and I was like I don't get what you're I didn't I just I missed it basically I didn't get it then when you first read it but when you read it again I understood okay 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 I get it now okay that's nice actually that yeah that yeah okay that's definitely I've never thought of healing like that before that's really amazing wow that's like mm. people literally you lose the meaning of why you should there's no why as to why mm. people lose that mm. you know that's that that yeah we do need inspiration to heal to be fair we do. yeah it's like why are you because that happens isn't it sometimes because someone could be really ill and it's like oh they've gone this much time to live but then you see that they actually live longer because quite a lot of times when they've got a reason to stick mm. around for, like say they've got family or a young child mm. and that's their meaning like that's their why and they will and you know they might not even be healing but they will carry on living yeah. So I think like inspiration to keep living, but this is one that's like inspired to actually heal. That's amazing. Yeah, it is. But then it, it just it just shows you just going through these three different types of intention that intention is very powerful. Mm. So yeah, because her whole point of this part of the chap- chapter was to say that intention it helps to guide the energy. So you know, yeah, I don't know. I'm just yeah. <laughs> I think Taking that's it in that one, yeah. I'm um, taking it in, but um, inspire yeah. to heal. I never thought of it like that before. Yeah, I like that. I think I think that's what I'm going to share because there's there was a bit more, but I think I'll talk about that more next week. But I really, really liked that part about intention because it really, really does make a difference. It's I, I think it just furthers it just further focuses your energy. Like I don't even know how to say it the way I want to say it, but. It just brings that focus, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think intention yeah, is a great yeah. word. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I get it. Because it's... Um, intention for me personally is very much to do with focus. I think it's the focus. And in the focus, when you have focus, that's the creation. It's done. It's like mm. you focus on it, it's done. It's done. Because creation is focus. So in terms of healing or anything like that, definitely if you can bring that focus, that, that intention, it's not willpower, it's not mm. will. It's not like control. Mm, mm, mm. It's it's uh, you know it's the focus, and that focus can allow the opening, can allow the inspiration, and all of those things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was really good, actually. I think that's been my favorite one of your, the one that we both tripped up on. <laughs> I've never thought of intention like that ever. I've never would have ever thought of like pretending that your organ was like a, a kid. It's like so weird how like you imagine like I don't always think I like I'm an imaginative person, but like your imagine imagination can be pushed and pushed and pushed. Mm. Um, and I think that that like that's amazing that that you can actually have breakthroughs by doing that. Yeah, it was a it was a good one. Honestly, when I read it, I was like, I don't mm. really need to read any more. Like I need to sit with this for a bit. Like, even now, I just went through it again. And I'm still like, yeah. Awesome. Um, I think we've got the energy movement from this. <laughs> oh gosh okay um i think we should wrap it up there because yeah we've gone over time but 
I hope you guys did enjoy it as much as we did and you know you kept following along with us and yeah we'll we hope, yeah we'll be back we hope you've enjoyed that conversation and you want us again next time bye